Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Calgary Bros Football Podcast. This is Uncle CB here, and we've got Victor Speck and Aki on the other side. What's up, y'all? good. Awesome. Nice to have you guys on the show. Today, we're going to be covering some Chelsea <laughs> versus Real Madrid. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're going, to be, we're going to be covering uh, City against Atletico. And um, I think um, one of the surprising results so far of this uh, tournament, uh, Villarreal against um, uh, Bayern. So, yeah, so that's what we're going to cover today. Uh, but real quick, man, uh, Vic, how you doing, brother? I just want to check up on you, man. See how you're feeling, you know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm good, man. Honestly, at the end of the day... Um... What I wanted, what I wanted was us to go there and fight, man, and just leave it all out on the pitch, and we did just that. Like we just we put it, we put everything on the line that last mm-hmm. night, and it was just so good as a club to feel like, hey, you know, like we fucked up in the first, in the first leg and everything, but to come here and write this story and almost complete the miracle, right? was it was just it was marvelous watching it and obviously we got robbed we got robbed it should have been 4-0 game over real would have been out we would have been going through but you know this is what it is you know this is football we love it no matter how much even if it's even if it's beautiful sometimes with the joy but sometimes it's heartbreaking but still you got to look at it like the beautiful game because you know when you when you when you look at it all those emotions adding up those boys gained like an invaluable lesson for this game. They literally just like are gonna use that as fuel and push themselves, I think, till next year and come back again stronger. Cause they now know like this, this it can get deep, man. It can get deep. So yeah, it can get real deep. Um so when you see you guys, I wanna t- chat about the piece where you mentioned you guys got robbed. Uh yeah. so just talk to me about that. When you say you guys got robbed, how so? What 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 were some key things that that you say showed that uh, that you guys got robbed? Well, basically, uh, it just points to that one one that one goal that was right before the the first third goal, the first three zero goal was mm-hmm. Alonso. Alonso got the ball. Uh, Kante, I think it was Kante that spread the ball to the to the width, and Alonso was there. He got it. And I guess like the Real Madrid player slid, so when Alonso kind of like uh, cut the ball inside on his right, um, it kind of hit the Real Madrid player, and then it bounced off, and then yeah. it came up, and then it hit Alonso's right arm and fell on the ground. But uh, either way, like Alonso never moved his hand or anything; he was just like moving in the motion, and then he just he shot it, and it, it became a goal. But then the VR now reviewed it and basically they just called it off, saying that it was a handball. Yeah. And um, I know like the laws, the, the laws of of the game has been changed like a few times. I know it definitely got changed like after like City and uh, Tottenham, where I think mm-hmm. it was Llorente that scored a goal with his hand, but they allowed it. So I guess like then they decided to switch that. But I still feel like it, it should be based on if there was an intentional um, um, idea to gain an advantage with an unfair part of your body, right? Yeah. But in this in this situation, it did not look like Alonso was really trying to gain a fair... It, it even looked like he was trying to take his hand out the fucking way. So his hand was already close up to, him, to himself 
like it's not going anywhere <laughs> like and then basically that just happened and and uh when he scored the goal they, they called it off if okay. that goal had gone in and then team put in that fourth that would have been 4-0 right okay i want to i want to uh, switch to uh akinde here real quick so akinde vic says that they got robbed um but i i don't know if you remember uh in the second uh the the second goal that uh, was um uh, scored against uh, Real Madrid there Is was it all... yeah so the corner kick there was a corner kick uh, uh over to uh Rudiger but before that how Chelsea got the corner kick did you see that is it oh is it do you think it wasn't a deflection so yeah so was that was that a deflection it was it, it was i've seen i've seen okay. a different angle i've seen a different angle Okay. It was a deflection. Yeah, it was a deflection. I've seen a different angle to it. From the from the angle from where um you usually watch it like, you know, watch the game. It didn't look like it was a deflection, but I've seen a different angle. It was a okay. deflection. So yeah. it was a deflection. So do yeah. you still so you feel uh just as well. Now when we talk about uh, uh robbery, do you think that uh Chelsea was robbed in this game? Yes, I d- I do. Okay. So they was were. it the same was it the same uh, with the way the referee called that handball? Is that what um, was the... Yes. That, okay. Yeah. So I just, okay. like, yeah, like, one... So I I didn't get to fully watch the game. Yeah. Um, so when, like, you know, when Vic was in the... Like, when, when the game had ended, that's when, we you know, we started all, you know, making fun of Chelsea and everything. But then when I now actually went, went to one, watch the game fully... I was so surprised by how Chelsea were actually playing. And then for them to get robbed like that is like, like, cause you know, they did all that work just for yeah. the ref to, to fuck them over like that. So I, when, I, for me, yeah, I, I didn't like that. So, so when, when we say robbery, is this, the, is it, is that the only incident that we say resulted in general, robbery or caused uh for um chelsea to lose the game hmm. or were there any more incidents so vic were there any more incidents or was it just this one incident that i think uh, i think i think there was also one incident where they didn't they didn't uh they didn't call a penalty if i remember correctly i think it was like in the second uh on warner it, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. It was it was on uh, on Werner, and uh, yeah, they didn't call a penalty. But I looked at it and I was like, eh, it's okay, you know what I mean. But so, so so you guys, so you guys are saying based off that one marginal decision that this mm-hmm. robbery because this is the same. I, I just want everybody to think about this, right? Like, uh, I because I was watching this, I'm just from my perspective, I'm like, okay, yes. Scoring uh, football is a low-scoring game. It's very mm-hmm. difficult for us to get goals. Yeah. It's very difficult for you to, to score. Yes, it's a big field, uh, big post, um, but it's a very, very low-scoring score, game. And the margins, like small margins, could create a big situation. But yeah. come on, guys. Like You guys all knew what the law of the game was. If the ball touches your hand and you score directly, that's that's not a goal. Like, that goal is going to be ruled out. So, I don't see how you guys can say, like, I know everybody's saying, like, the referee was smiling at the end. What do you want him to do? Cry at the end? Like, what I'm trying to say is, 
what is the what what like why are we you know centering it around this thinking because i keep seeing it everywhere we were robbed but ben but ben like i thought the the rule has changed though right like if you okay go back go back to the goal like look at the goal properly alonzo's hand like that's what i'm saying like alonzo's hand didn't even move it was like his hand was in a position where it's like the ball just came to just the ball just hit him it happened so quickly like, and then I, he just he just got a connection on it. Yes, I agree hundred percent. Ball to hand is my philosophy of handball, but that's not the philosophy of the PG Mall or the referees union. It's not their philosophy. So I get where everybody comes in when they say, "Oh yeah, you know what? Where is his hand supposed to be? You know, how is it a a, a fair advantage? Unfair advantage to them?" Well, it is an unfair advantage to them because at the end of the day, his hand held the ball cushion enough for him to be able to take a volley in top corner. Look, I'm not, I'm not, a, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not sitting here saying like, uh, you know, I didn't want Chelsea just to, to win this game. I thought this game was a blinder, but I'm saying when people are saying they got robbed, I'm like, because of that one incident and because of that incident that UEFA or, you know, PG Mall, the referees union, have been very crystal clear about that. Hey, if you score directly from that, that's a handball, right? Okay. So, why, um, so I just want to understand why is everybody saying that they got robbed? That's what I want to understand. I think, I think, I think it points back to um, uh, Kinde. You remember this, right? Uh, Manchester United against who was it, Middlesbrough? Middle, Middlesbrough, yeah. Yeah, in the FA Cup, right? And uh, the guy scored with his hand, right? Yes. He, he no, controlled, he, did, he basically he did. controlled it with his hand, and then he, he controlled he it. it was, yeah, like he he basically he scored with his hand. Yeah, basically. So no, he, co- he controlled it with his hand. And I think he found yeah. somebody else, and then they scored, right? Yeah, and they scored, yeah. And that and that that was the 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 rule book states that it it has to come directly. So I control it with my hand. And I smash it in the net, then that's that's gonna be called, right? Like, like for for, for like Lorente's goal, Fernando Lorente's goal, if yeah. it bounces off the hand directly into the net, that's a uh, that is uh, uh, that is not a goal. But if it bounces off the hand, but they gave it. If, they, they gave no, no, it. They, but but if it bounce if it bounces off, no, that that was when they changed the rule. Yeah, After that was when they it. Yeah, after Lorente's incident, it forced it forced. Uh, FIFA and the referees union to change the rule, but before that, I mean, sorry. Then after that, if you if you control the ball and you shoot, if you control the ball with your hand or any touches any part of your body or your, on your hand, and you put it in the net, they will call it. But I believe the Middlesbrough goal, and correct me if I'm wrong. If any person can find the uh, updated video, I would love to see it. But the Middlesbrough goal was he controlled it with his hand. Brought it down and then passed it, I think, to somebody else, and then they scored. But that, yeah. but that's not. Wait, well, that's, we are, we are, that's, like, still, that's still not. On. That's still not allowable because remember when uh, when Chelsea was playing Ajax in the Champions League, right? And Aspilicueta or somebody else had handled that ball and they passed it over, and Aspi scored the goal. They reviewed it, and that was still not a goal. Yes. I'm now, even looking but, at the I'm looking at the Middlesbrough. It's not really he didn't even really control it. It's like his hand, like 
Okay, yeah. so he, he he okay, so he tried to control it with his feet, but then that didn't work, yeah, and then it, it went to his hand. Yeah. So that's why they didn't call it. Now another thing you guys are forgetting, right? The referee, the the UEFA referees, and the Premier League referees are a whole different thing. For example, Premier League referees, we know they are some of the worst referees we've ever seen. Let's make there's a reason why I keep seeing petitions for people to cancel Anthony Taylor from refereeing Chelsea games. You know what I mean? There's a reason why we keep seeing uh, petitions. Like when people see a new referee come up, Craig Pawson, whoever it may be, Mike Dean, people start freaking out. Like, oh, my God, we've, got, we've already lost the game because the refereeing in the Premier League is horrible. It, they are known for, for, for being horrible in general. They, would, they pick when they want to use VAR. They pick when they don't want to use uh, uh, VAR. That's just that's how bad these referees are. In UEFA, for some reason, it always feels like they apply the letter of the law a little bit much more fluently than the English referees. Would you guys agree with that? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, there you go. And that's and that's the difference. I think a lot of people keep keep saying, "Why did they do it this way?" But they don't do it this way. Look, I agree with you guys, hundred percent. The, the handball rule is one of the most stupidest rules right now. I loved, I loved it when it was simple. Ball to hand, hand to ball. And I also loved when they added the little bit of it where it's unnatural position. Even though, yes, when you're jockeying and you're trying to, like, you know, cover properly, you're going to be having your arms moving side to side, right? Like, that's just a natural position. But in the, in the, in the referee rule book, if your hand is just sticking out, it's not close to your body, they consider that as an unnatural position. At least we understood that. So when a defender, when a forward is trying to do his thing, you don't see them throw their hands all over the place. You see them try to keep their hands close to their body so that they don't get, you know, uh, uh, called for a foul or, or, or a free kick or whatever. In okay. this case, I agree. That goal from Alonso was a beautiful goal. In fact, I think it, I think they should they should keep it. And, and in fact, if anything. When you look at how the goal uh, was scored, Carvajal uh, cuts in and nicks the ball off his body, off his arm. It, it is not his fault in any shape or form. But welcome to the handball rule and welcome to the referee's union. This is what they, these fucking guys do. And it causes confusion all over the place. So I agree with you guys, but I'm just saying, to be honest, it's only one thing. Everybody has been saying, oh, my God, we got robbed. It's just one thing. What are the yeah. other things that made you guys get feel like it, you know, uh, you guys were robbed, right? That's my question. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But man, I don't really wanna I and don't really rule. wanna talk about the, the the robbed and all that. We we saw the goal, you know, we thought it was a goal, it didn't happen, but we did not let that dictate our fate. We still kept playing. Timo Werner now gave the beautiful goal. Cutting, cutting it through two defenders in Real Madrid to give us the 3-0 lead. We should have changed something after that. We kind of now dolled up and let Real Madrid back in the game because Luca is just a beast and you give him a chance like that. Actually, no, not Luca. Um, if you give like Phil and Man Mandy, actually, it's Luca, but first it started <laughs> from Phil and Mandy sending the ball over to Benzema and then he getting his first chance. Then right after that, came Luka Modric sending the ball in and there's uh what's his name um Rodrigo 
to go in and 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 do what needed to be done. But we, I just I just gotta say, man, I'm proud of my club, bro. At the end of the day, like we went out, but we went out with our heads held high, regardless of even if like the ref screwed us or whatever the hell happened. We put it all on the line. That's what we wanted, man. We wanted to go out there and take this game and and show what it means to play the the best team currently in Europe. And we did just that. And we still won the tie, yes, but we we won the game, but we lost the tie. That's okay. We'll be back next year. They'll see us. Yeah, for sure. No, you guys, you guys definitely played played uh, phenomenally, and I I. I think this game was uh, absolute like beauty to watch as a neutral. Um, I want to call out one thing though, Akinde. What do you think? Uh, you know, there's been shouts about uh, Luka Modric and Luka Modric <laughs> being the goat right now of uh, midfielders. Uh, what do you think about Luka Modric, uh, Aki? Bro, that that dude is that dude is crazy. <laughs> that dude is nice, bro. That dude is nice, bro. That Did you... the I saw the bro the goal again, bro the goal. The assist for Rod, bro Rodrigo, <laughs> but yeah. I think right now he is. He's the right now he is. He is. He's the most like probably he's the most consistent midfielder I've seen play. Yeah, for like the past few years. So yeah, for me he is. He is. How, he is. How, with all these shouts on um uh what they call it uh De Bruyne. The- uh, no, no, not not De Bruyne, but people are always saying like, oh, you know, he's uh, he, he's the the greatest midfielder. Do you agree with that statement? I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say he's the greatest because, mm. like, because there's been a he, lot of greats. Yeah, yeah. Like he's the he's the goal. Like for me, he's he's just the goal of this of his like of this um generation. Mm. For me. He's the goal of this generation. I don't want to start comparing with um, Xavi, Iniesta, uh, Zidane. I don't want to start comparing with those because those two, those players had their own unique, unique, you know, qualities. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. let's Zidane had his speed. Xavi uh, had his um, what's it called? His passing. Iniesta had his dribbling. Like all of yeah. them had their different. You know, they all had unique uh, abilities. Yeah. So. And then what's it called? And then Modric, you know, Modric is just a working, like he just works hard. Like he yeah. works super hard. So like all of them have their different uh, abilities. So I don't want to say that, you know, I don't want to say he's the goal, the greatest of all time. Like he's just the goal of this generation for me. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Modric is a combination of all of them, actually. Um, the way he plays, his passing is key. Uh, his work rate is there. He can score goals. He can score beautiful golazos. Like, a lot sure. of things are there for him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's, like, the combination of all of them, basically. Yeah. The only thing that he lacks in, you can say, is probably strength. But I think with, with his the way he shields, yeah, you don't really need strength. If you got, like, the proper shielding techniques, you can shield out whoever you yeah. want to shield. Right? Yeah. So, no, he, I think that's, that's just pretty much it. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, you guys know me. I, I always talk about Modric. I have always said it, time and time again. And I, I hate whenever people say, "Oh, he never deserved that Ballon d'Or." I don't care what you think. Look, I actually don't like individual. You know, I'll say it again, over and over again. I dislike 
individual awards. I absolutely dislike individual awards, but mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the individual award, he was one of those people that deserved it. I think people skip midfielders and defenders a lot just because they see a guy pumping 100 goals. You know, like, who's feeding these guys 100 goals? And also, how are they getting themselves into uh, uh, these... um, Situations. Yeah, situations where they're the top or where they're securing uh, uh, their their Ballon d'Ors. And, yes, I know Messi is a cut above everybody in in our world, in our generation. Ronaldo is a cut above everybody in our generation. I get it. But come on, guys. Like... It's not always about them. It's not always about that. And it fr- frustrates me when people like Modric, people like try to overlook the accomplishments he's he's gotten. Um, and even Xavi, even Iniesta, Busquets, uh, uh, you name them, Scholes, Carrick, all Schneider, these guys. Schneider too. Schneider, yeah, all these guys. When people overlook how good of uh, or how necessary it is to have midfielders in your game, um, you know, they think is oh, Benzema scored a hat-trick today. Okay, he's the greatest. Like, come on, guys. Like, he's phenomenal. He's amazing. But mm-hmm. don't forget the other people who make the, the boxing stick, um, you know, in, in, uh, in, in those positions. So, mm-hmm. anyway, that's my mini rant on the whole thing. But, yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I, I can't pick one. I think all of them uh, are all great in their own way. And uh, we've got to... You know, we've got to get away from this. I'm only doing this because ESPN was like, you know, dick riding us. Uh, you know, they yeah. when they choose to, <laughs> when they choose to dick ride. So <laughs> frustrating. Yeah. Um, in that, uh, last... in, in in that, uh, in that final goal, did you guys notice that Rudiger slipped? Yeah, I noticed. Which... Yeah, I noticed he slipped. Yeah. Oh, is it is it the goal from Benzema? Yeah, yeah. Benzema's goal. Rudiger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he slipped at such a such a a key time, like yeah. Benzema was just in, and Rudy, Rudy got up, and he was just so mad. Yeah, I just want to, I, I just want to say one thing about that real quick before we change gears here. Um, Pulisic, man, like Pulisic and Werner, comb- combination of those two, Werner. Uh, how? Let, let Victor. I'm gonna ask you, what do you think about what did you think about Werner's performance, and. Uh, and your boy Pulisic, what happened? Werner's Werner's performance was unbelievable, man. He just he kept pulling, he kept making those runs that the defenders were not predicting, and basically like just pulling them out of spaces. He also assisted and he scored, right? Pulisic, mm-hmm. he came in, he tried to do some things. He had chances if he just buried it, but that second that second chance that he had. Where the ball, um, where people think that you know he got a clear shot at it, he didn't. He, it was blocked. Thank in that you. Second Thank you. It was. Like, it was blocked. It was blocked in the second chance. But the first chance, he just he just came in, man. Guys barely warmed up yeah. and shit, trying to kick a ball through to to the top bins of uh, of Courtois. Like you know, like it doesn't. It, it sometimes it doesn't work the way you want it to work. And yeah. that that first the first chance. He had he, he should have buried it. Obviously, like you're coming in at this point now. This is like pretty much like your job. You gotta finish the job, and I'm pretty sure that's why Tuku pretty much brought him. And then, but then in that second chance, it was blocked. It wasn't a clear cut like fin. It wasn't a clear cut chance because if you watched it, 
the, the defender clearly blocked it. But people won't see that. People won't go back and watch it. They'll just be like, oh, fuck Pulisic. Like, Yana. Yana is like, Pulisic's really making me mad. He fucking cursed. He fucking <laughs> cursed. Yeah, Yana is not serious, man. I'm like, bro, okay. Okay, I, I told him, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I just told him, shut the fuck up and watch the game. The game is still going on. Havertz gets a chance. Havertz misses the chance. Jorginho gets the chance. Jorginho misses the chance. I told Yana, I'm like, I asked him a simple question. Are you going to blame them too? And at the end respond. of the day, he didn't respond. At the end of the day, you got to look at what, like, there was chances to finish the game well even after Benzema scored another goal. We had like three chances. Mount fucked up. There was another pass where the where the ball got sent in. Mount should have given that ball to Saul, but instead he stupidly linked it to Ziyech on the left side. But Saul was clearly running into the direction of the of the right and basically more goal percentage with where Saul was at if he got that ball. That would have probably been a goal, to be honest. But I, I, I once again, I, I really got to ask him, is it their fault? At the end of the day, we let in, we let in two stupid goals off Kante getting, getting um, pressured and linking the ball out. And then um, the, the left back in, uh, in, in Real Madrid, I think it was Marcelo, headed the ball back. Luka Modric gets that ball. He sends it over. Rodrigo finishes it. The, se- the, 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 the second goal is a stupid ball that literally, like, I'm, I'm, I'm literally just watching it right now. The ball comes out. It literally comes out. And then from, um, what do you call it? Uh, who's here? The ball comes out. They're playing the ball out, right? We get yeah. the ball. We have a chance. Reese James sends the ball in. Kante does not chase the ball. He leaves it for Ruben Loftus-Cheek. And then Vinny gets that ball, and Vinny goes in and crosses it. Meanwhile, Reese James should have also been aware of this because this is what Vinny was trying to do the whole game. He was trying to get inside the box. If Reese anticipated that better, he could have gotten there and put in a tackle before Vinny even got to that box. But they waited. They waited. Um, yeah. And he I, had a chance. I, I want to say something here. Um, and this is something that even maybe, like, for me, I uh, I, I think Tuchel uh, did a masterpiece. For the first 80 minutes, his tactics were dead on, spot on. But do you mm-hmm. think you guys would have benefited from, like, throwing in, like, a Jorginho in there? And, and Saul. You- Relax, let me land, let me land, relax. Uh, so, okay. uh, <laughs> he, like, we, yeah, you think like it would have been better for them to throw in, like, you know, just this uh, a holding midfielder, you know, because it looked like Kante was starting to get leggy. Yeah. Uh, because you guys had ran, you guys had ran for 80 freaking minutes, man. Like, that's no easy feat, right? So, mm-hmm. I and and when you know when your legs are gone, your brain stops thinking, right? Because you can't mm-hmm. you you can see the play, but your body is just like nah, bro. You know what I mean? So yeah, you think you would have benefited? Took would have benefited from doing that? Because I say eighty minutes, he had that game on lock. But mm-hmm. then I was like, man, aren't you? Why aren't you guys throwing in a, a holding mid, Jorginho or somebody, somebody who can kill the ball dead and you know get your passing going again? Um, but what do you think? 
I think honestly, it was a bad decision. Um, we should have brought in another hold in, maybe another defender, and just like close the game out. Yeah. But because we, I think what Tuku was thinking was if we let up this pressure now, Real will bite, right? Yeah. And yeah. basically, him bringing in, uh, bringing on another like attacking player rather than the we should have brought in, kind of fucked it up, right? Yeah. Um, because, but then again, it could have been a beautiful decision if Pulisic scored that goal. Right, mm-hmm. it would have it would have worked to a T. He would have been like the masterclass of of the year. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. But but Pulisic missed that chance, and and uh, that that just went with it, basically. Now then, after people will always ask, they'll always be like, "Why didn't you close the game out?" But if Pulisic had won that game, people would have been like, "Great job!" Right? So there's always two sides to it. I understand, yeah. like he sh- he definitely should have closed it out. I was thinking that would have w- that would have been what he would have done. I know if Mourinho was there, he would have straight up closed that <laughs> shit. In. He would have he would have parked that Mikhail. bus and said, "Come come Mikhail and break Mikhail. us down." Yeah, yeah, you exactly. would have brought in yeah. Mikel be in the last like in the last fifteen minutes, and you know, yeah, you, you, you say you say come on come on break us down, then good luck. And you know if you do it, then you definitely married it, but. It's going to be some really fucking ugly-ass shit. But, you know, yeah. actually, we're, we're, we're getting to Atleti and City soon. We'll talk about that shit as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. But um, absolutely, man. I think I think he should have done that and closed the game out. It would have been, like, the most sensible thing to do. But then again, these guys also believe in uh, attacking is the best defense, right? So that, that also played into the whole thing. But, man... Even if the whole, like, yes, you know, there's always going to be regrets. Tukul also said it today. There will always be regrets with this game. and But, like, we we absolutely left it out on the pitch. But Tukul himself, man, I got to give, like, I got I to gotta applaud this guy. Because from, from that first game in the first leg where he was like, the tie is not alive, to mm-hmm. him drawing up freaking... Uh, tactics and formation, bro. I don't know if you watched the last like 10 15 uh, or the last uh, what do you call it? The the extra time he had mm-hmm. a freaking he brought out the the the, the what do you call it? Uh, the clipboard, he brought the clipboard out. Yeah. The clipboard yeah. was out, he was drawing out like the tactics and everything. And he told all the boys, like, come here, look at this, this is how I wanted it to be. And I kind of understood what he was trying to do because. In the in the second in the second part of um of the what do you call it in the second part of the extra time, he was trying to push everybody to one side and switch the ball over, but their mm. balls were not accurate. So whenever they tried to swing that ball over to Pulisic, he wouldn't get there because their balls are either way too much weight they hit it with, or they're just not ac- uh, 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 precisely pinpointing it over to him. Right, yeah. so he was he was missing those balls, but if that worked, it would have been it would have been crazy, and it almost did. There was those two last chances in the in the in the end of the of the second half with Havertz, but that ball when he headed it, it went a little bit wide. I was like, damn. Yeah. And then then uh, Jorginho gets that chance, but he hits it with his left. He should have smashed it with his right, would have given him the right angle that he was looking for. But we since he hit it with his left, that's 
Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't get his opportunity. Um, yeah. uh, Kinde. Uh, I since we're talking about Tuko, I don't want to, uh, you know, let go of. Uh, I don't want to leave out one of the goats of managers out of this. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti. Um, he's usually on Twitter. I, what I see all the time is they call him uh, Ansaleban. Uh, <laughs> he plays uh, terrorist football. Uh, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> they are always dissing him because. Because, you know, they're like, this guy has one of the uh, flukiest, uh, horrible ways, you know, play players for the same players for a uh, uh, stretch of games, not rotating the squad. They, they, the, the, the Twitter or the social media, you know, said, uh, Real, Real Madrid they, fan base hate him. You know, they said, they said he plays FIFA tactics. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that killed me, bro. bro. Oh my god, he's bro. Yeah. See, bro, Benzema is re- literally saving this man, bro. Bro, you know, I actually, I actually, I actually said, like, I actually said, I was like, when Benz retires or when he's done, what the hell is Real Madrid gonna do? They'll be dead. I don't no, know. No, if... I I, th- I think they'll they'll be fine. They'll be fine. You th- you think so? I th- I think. But they fine, haven't yeah. they haven't found the right replacement, man. And uh, Mbappe it's is looking true. like he might not even come. He's going, I th- no, Mbappe will go. He will go. You, you think, think so? He will go. Yeah, I think he's gonna go. He's gonna. Go. But then, but then Mbappe problems, man. Like they still got problems, bro. <laughs> like they they. they, they them adding, Kama, them adding Kamavinga into that game really helped them, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it really helped them. It gave them the energy. And Kamavinga should have been sent off. To... <laughs> For what happened? I think uh, it was that ball on Pulisic, and, and Pulley was uh, about to... Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And he came in and just, like, slight... But, like, if he hadn't done that, that's a clear goal-scoring opportunity. Yeah, that's a clear... Yeah, so, but I think it's because he wasn't the last man. So yeah, yeah, I think I think, a, I think I think that's yeah. what it was. But he came from yeah. behind, like he really came from behind. Yeah, yeah. like he was intentional. So yeah, yeah, he knew what he was yeah. doing. Yeah. But I I think I think I I will call out one thing. I know everybody says uh, Benzema is saving them, but I I don't think so. I'll tell you why. Go back in that game and watch the changes Ancelotti was making. So. Vic, you were mentioning Mendy, kind of Mendy kind of started off the whole thing and then Modric finished it off. But yeah. look who scored the goal. Rodrigo scored, Rodrigo. scored the goal. Yeah, Rodrigo, Rodrigo wasn't starting. He yeah, no, he wasn't. He came in as a yeah, sub. He, he subbed on. And then the other guy, um, uh, some of the other changes, he also took off. So I think, I can't remember who, was it Rodrigo came on for Casimiro? And then Camavinga came on for... Um, uh, who did he come on for again? I don't. I don't. My brain I'm now. I came on for Tony Cruz, I think. For Tony Cruz, see. So, yeah. you know, look. Uh, a lot of people are saying all this stuff, and here, here he is. Here is uh, Angelotti making all these key decisions in the game. They are about to lose the game. It is 80 minutes, and he says, "You know what? I'm going for it. I'm throwing on this guy. I'm throwing on that guy. I mean, I guess he had no choice, yeah. but." He throws on the right pieces that gets the result for him. And I think yeah. a lot of people sure. a lot of people underrate this. Like Ancelotti, yeah, you could say he's playing FIFA, you know, people call his tactics Ancelotti and all these crazy things. 
Well, but he's a genius, man. He's a he's genius. Thinking. Yeah, he's thinking. That, and that Kamavinga, the Kamavinga substitution was very like that was a very smart um substitution. Yeah, yeah. you can see yeah. with Tony Tony Cruz on there, they were eating that dude alive, bro. They were eating <laughs> yeah. him alive. So Tony Cruz needed more energy. He's so mad too. Yeah, yeah. He so he didn't yeah. he even want the, the was handshake so was in it. He was, yeah. he was like, "Why me? Why me?" Yeah, and, uh, but you can see he, that when when Kamavinga came in. Yeah, when Kamavinga came in, like you could just see like everything just calmed down a little bit because yeah, I mean, it was just more energy in the yes. game now. Like so, yeah. And, like, but but like I think a lot of people don't under a lot of people underrate how he does this because I see a lot of people get mad he's not rotating, bro. Like, why would he be rotating a nineteen-year-old Kamavinga when he's not really ready? You still got Cruz, you still got Modric, you still got Casimiro. All these guys. Yes, mm-hmm. maybe they have one more good year to give you. Squeeze squeeze every ounce of that out of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Squeeze out yeah. like dude, like look at how Modric is playing, bro. If I if Modric was playing like this for United, we are you telling me we will not play him? We'll absolutely play him. Right? We'll are we gonna be like him, we'll the fuck out of him? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, are we are we gonna say oh he's thirty six year thirty six years old and because McTominay is twenty five we should play McTominay you know what I'm I mean? not like, gonna lie no I'm never gonna lie the fans might might bro you know how United fans are bro you know how they are oh so I can't yeah. even say I can't even say that we might even play Modric but from my from you know both of us we have we actually have like we have sense right so yeah. <laughs> like you know like we know that it's bro play Modric but you know how these fans are. So. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, right? Like, a lot of people are criticizing him. Like, I get it. Kamavinga is 19. You just got him. He's energetic. Valverde is a beast. He's, you know, phenomenal technical player. But now is not their time. Like, yeah, there's a timing for all this stuff. Now is not their time. Their time will yeah. come, guys. Just and be patient. And you also see, like, uh, the way Ancelotti even brings them into games, too. Like yeah. it's at the it's the right time. He, he too is not even he too knows like he's not rushing them. Like yeah. he's he's playing them into games where like maybe the team just needs like he's probably gone talk to them on the side before they come in the game. Okay, yeah. listen, we need you to like we just need you to give them give us energy. And Valverde and Camavinga, those are the two guys they can like they can give you energy because they're young yeah. too and they can yeah. run. They will run nonstop. And the the first leg didn't uh Valverde, Valverde started right. Yeah, the first leg, right? The first leg, I think he came on as a... Actually, no, he, he started. I think he might have... Yeah, he, yeah, he, he started. started. Bro, he started. Really ran... See, that that was... That that too was very... That was good tactics because yeah. Valverde was covering, I think, Aspilicueta. Like, so they were playing... They were basically playing... They were playing six at the back at some times just to cover the... Just to cover um Reese James and Aspilicueta. Yeah, Do you the... think... Yeah. Do you think Tony Cruz would have been able to do that, or do you think Casemiro or Modric would have been able to do that for the whole game? No, fuck no, him. no, they would have not been able to do that. So for him to even play Valverde there, because you know Valverde runs a lot, so that was a very yeah. that was very smart tactics. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I everybody they criticize like social media drives me insane, man, because I'm just like you yeah. guys really don't know anything about football. Like if you guys really understand football. You'll be looking at this and saying, what a tactical masterpiece. Yes, he had no choice, but what a perfect way to bring these boys up and to get them ready to go. Like, it was 
it was exquisite. And I, uh, I, I think people should give him much more credit than he currently deserves. All right, guys, we've pushed a good 45 minutes on this topic. I uh, kind of want to jump over to um, some of the other games. I think we'll cover like City against Atletico. That's fresh on our mind. We just watched that. And what a game. In my opinion, what a game. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with you guys. What did you guys think about the game? I didn't Man. get to watch the game. Oh, I, I keep, I keep go first. Yeah. No, I no, I said no, no. I didn't, I didn't get to watch the game at all, oh, and I'm pissed. Oh, you didn't get to watch I'm it. so, I'm so pissed. I didn't uh, get to watch it. <laughs> uh, I'm Vic, so pissed. It's all good. Bro. It's all good. We'll, we'll come to you, Vic. What did you think? What a game, man! What a game! It was. It, 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 we, these guys, Atleti, just came out to play today, man. <laughs> they came out to play. City were playing too. First half. Mm-hmm. Um. Them, but it was like kind of like even you could tell like there was no really like powerhouse, like mm-hmm. uh nobody was really running the show. But then second half, Atleti put City to the pressure, man. Mm-hmm. They just locked them inside their own half for like I think it was like 30, 40 minutes. Yes. And, it and was you know, like, you, know the, you know the funny thing, City are so good on the football. Yes. That, oh my god. They, they have to work without it. <laughs> they they have to work with it, bro. They were, but I and I applaud them, you know, because this is something that City needed to learn heading into the next few games. Because sometimes you need to suffer, and yeah. this is where they actually did their suffering, and they actually suffered without that ball, and worked themselves so well stayed organized, stayed disciplined as much as they could. Atleti almost broke through. If honestly, if if uh they ha- if they could find the um the accuracy on their shots, they would have probably won this game like three three zero. But uh they couldn't find that and luckily for City that's that's a good thing because mm. they put them under some serious pressure man. They were like making them cough up the ball. Um even Kevin De Bruyne was losing balls. Like the midfielders, Ilka Gundogan was being pressed, losing balls. Jao Cancelo was losing balls. Like they just like they had them on the cosh, man. And like it was, it was a great game to see. I really thought Atletico could pull it off, but in the end, City City stood tall, a zero zero scoreline, and then Atleti, um gets knocked out basically with that, right? So, yeah, but um, I. Yeah, I um I uh I saw a tweet from Troll Football. I like I like Troll Football, they're hilarious. They're always disunited and it's always funny because I always like to laugh at some other things. It's easier for you to laugh than cry when it comes to Manchester United. But anyway, they um they were like uh I can't remember what was the thing that they put and it was like how boring the game was and you know it was zero zero. And I just I was so mad when I saw that and why I was upset is because modern day people don't watch football anymore. I don't they think don't, people watch football. They don't. They don't. <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> they do they, not. I think I literally think people literally go. They put up on the screen and then they're doing something else. They're tweeting or they're, you know, yeah. I, I don't know what the hell they're doing. And right? some of them and, just they just watch the highlights. Some of them just watch yeah. highlights. Yeah, this game, this game was a masterclass. Tactical I'm so pissed at him because I need to like I need to just find like a YouTube thing to just like because there's usually like you um YouTubers who just you know break the game down so I need to go and yeah. watch 
that because I know that match. Because if, because bro, the the reason why I'm so pissed is because after when I when I when I um when I went on social media, I started seeing like oh the city and uh, Atletico Madrid players were fighting, so I knew that yeah. game was fire. <laughs> And yeah. that game was, and I was so pissed that I didn't get to watch it. So yeah, no, they, they were Foden. they were all yeah they they were all over Foden, man. Like and and they were grabbing his hair, bro. Oh yeah, my god, they, oh my goodness, bro. The first uh, Foden actually hurt his head uh, from one of the challenges. I thought that was the yellow card. Felipe got away with so many stupid things he was doing, um, and uh, I I thought he should have been sent off much earlier. He got sent off later in the game. But yeah. he should have been sent off much, much earlier. Uh, the guy was just doing some thug shit. And to see them target Foden, I know a lot of people like I, we like to hate on English players because English players are always overhyped. Foden is the real deal, man. I'm sorry, guys. Like, I have to put my hand up on this one. He is the real deal. I think a lot of people just hate him because, oh, well, he's British and, you know, we don't like anything British. They're overrated. This kid is not overrated. This mm-hmm. kid is very freaking good. Um yeah. and and Aleti were all over him. Oh, they they not they realized that you know he's one of those players that finds these little pockets of space around the the their you know five at the back with you know four uh, uh four mids in front and maybe sometimes no strikers or five at the back and five mids. Um, so yeah, he he finds pockets of space that people are kind of like they don't really uh uh you you can't really find. Um and uh yeah they were this, after this is, a hot, this is a hot take for me. I don't know if you guys are going to agree, but Phil Foden yeah. reminds me of David Silva. Like like yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he was he, he was, reminds me he was, the way he plays um, right now is just like he's he's like he's so mature. He's yeah. so mature, man. But like, in this in, in this game, he was very immature. But I would give I would give him the fact that he still kept like his uh He's cool, right? Because in this game, he did some really stupid things. And uh, as well, like, you know, kicking the ball. The commentators were even saying they should take Foden off, like, because of the things that he was he, doing on the pitch. He did He did the shithousery. Yeah, he did the shithousery. does. That's yeah. all he – in fact, I think he shows maturity. I think I, – I commend him for doing that because Atletico – do you know how much bullshit Atletico does? Like I actually like Atletico. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell you guys straight up. A lot of people call them the Spanish Burnley. I love Atletico. This team, in, in a world of energetic, high impact, aggressive, uh, forward thinking football, this team doesn't give a fuck. They don't care, man. They don't. They, they don't. Really they don't care. They come in and they tell you, "We are parking the bus against you. We're gonna play on the counter, and then we're gonna we're, we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna win." Um. And, and uh, you know, for me personally, I wouldn't enjoy that type of football, but I respect it. And, in fact, I will even say one thing here. If Ole was smart enough to just say, look, our team is fucking a counterattacking team, I may hate him for it. I may hate tuning in 5.30 in the morning to watch a football game, but I will respect him because that is his football. That's his style. He doesn't yeah. care what you think. He's going to get the results. And, and that's that's the big thing. That's the that's the thing with Diego Simeone and Atletico. Every single time they've tried to play beautiful, sexy, attacking football, tiki taka, it hasn't worked. But when mm-hmm. they sit back and they say to hell with it, we are going ugly. We're gonna play nasty. We don't care. Yeah. They, they do their thing. 
and that's, that's why, where they strive. Know. That's where they strive. That's where they strive. Like yeah. once they see that the opponents, the more they see the opponents are frustrated, the more like you know they just become unbeatable. Yeah. So you can't like you cannot let them. If they as soon as they get under your skin, it's game. It's over. It's game over. It's over. Yeah. It's game over. And, and this and this is why like I liked what Foden was doing because Foden started to play their game. Shit yeah. housing. If they touched him, he started to dive. Like the guy freaking got his head cut, you know. Excuse me, he got his head cut. So as as uh, as things were happening, he started to like, you know what? Let me dish this back to these guys a little bit, hmm. and and it worked. They got frustrated. They started to hack at him, um, and uh, in the end, guess guess who's going through in the the, the next round, right? So. Yeah. Um, I, I really think I, I know what you're saying. Like it, it could have gotten him into some trouble, but that's just British uh, bias. It's it's British bias. They want they want you to play so honorable, you know. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe if you were dirty a little bit, maybe you guys would win a freaking trophy. Like you'd have won, you'd have won the you'd have won the Euros. <laughs> would have won exactly. Would have won the Euros, right? You know yeah. the, who park who parks the bus and then doesn't like shit house like. You gotta park the bus and shit house. That's the way. That's the whole idea. Southgate <laughs> parks the bus and doesn't shit house. Anyway, uh, don't get me started with England. So I'll start getting really pissed off now. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no that that game that game is a tactical masterpiece. If any person, if you're an aspiring coach, if you, if you want to understand levels of the game at very high level, when you're dealing with a team that's heavy on possession, a team that's not very strong on possession. And what happens when they switch it up, when they decide to become, you know, what we're going to play in your face. I think everybody, I think people should watch that again. That wasn't boring to me. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing yeah. when I was watching it. Very, very good game. Yeah. Cool. Good game. But anyway, City are through. City are going to be playing Real Madrid. Man. Oh, man. That's going to that's gonna be a good game, bro. I don't man, know who to pick. Some, somebody said uh, something. <laughs> so, I, I uh, I think it was on um, and oh Vic, you're cutting out, buddy. Yeah, you know Frank, right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you were cutting out. Just an FYI. Oh no, no worries. Okay, so um, in our group chat in Nova yesterday, we were talking and and uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, Frank was like, "Hala Madrid, Hala Madrid," and he's a City mm. fan, right? So I said, I said, I said, you Yo. keep saying, you keep saying that Hala Madrid until they, you guys meet them, and you know what he said? He said, he's like, uh, they, they won't touch the ball. Do you know Kevin De Bruyne? Oh God! <laughs> That's what he said. He said, he said, when City, when City plays Real Madrid, Real Madrid won't even touch the ball, bro. So, I, um, I, for that game, for that yeah. game, I, I see, for me. I see City. If as long as see, okay, as long as Benzema is there, Madrid always would always have a chance. But I just see City going through. Yeah, I see City going yeah. through. I don't see any. I, 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 I see City going through. I want. I. I. I don't. I don't want. Any, I didn't want any of these guys to go through. To be honest, honestly, I wanted. Uh, I know it sounds bad, but I wanted. I kind of wanted Atletico and um, Chelsea to go through. To be honest, I kind of wanted that mix, right? But. Mm. Uh, and not not because and the reason why I just won I just I don't know Real Madrid pissed me off sometimes but if it's against City 
I'm gonna go for Real. Like, I'm sorry, I don't want City to win any trophy. I want, yeah. I, I can't, bro. The one thing we have, us United fans, have over them is that they've not won the Champions League. I yes. do not want them to win that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I do if not they, want them to win. If they if they win it, we're like we we're finished. Can, we're finished. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. we're finished. I I yeah. think I think honestly, them doing the freaking dirty work today and and shows a lot of like maturity in their game, and yeah. that is what that is what they need now to basically win the league, to win um well to win the league and possibly the Champions League too. They just like yeah. they they just needed to show that they can also do that. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Be that team that you don't have the control, but you still have the control because you know nobody's scoring a goal on you, right? Yeah. So, um, I think I think City is a great shot right now for the title, and yeah. I'm actually oh yeah, we're about to touch on another topic too, which is coming up pretty shortly here with uh, uh, Villarreal. So, <laughs> so yeah. The, the- yeah, the Villarreal one will probably just quickly go over that because we're starting to push for time. But um, yeah. the, the just to quickly touch on that, um, I don't want City to win it. I know it sounds crazy, but if it comes down between City and Liverpool, I would rather Liverpool. I'm win gonna it have yep, 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 I would rather City win it because if Liverpool win, you're gonna hear I'm mad all freaking year. We got I don't, the seven. I don't we care. Got the seven champions. <laughs> I don't care. No, I don't care. I don't care. No, no, I don't. I, I, don't care. I, I don't sit on the. I don't sit on that group chat every day watching what I'm mad about. So I don't <laughs> give a shit. That, um, that, fool, so, that fool is so annoying, bro. He came and said today that Jorginho is fucking trash. I'm like, yo, I'm about this funny, bro. This <laughs> <a> funny guy. <laughs> But yeah, so I I personally don't really give a shit if he's happy or whatnot. Um, I will I will say uh, that uh, I would rather them do because and I would rather City win the league than Liverpool win the league. Yep. So I'll rather I'll rather Liverpool win Champions League and City win the league because then it's balanced. Liverpool has always yep. been good at winning Champions League anyway. They're like the the best English team when it comes to winning Champions League. So I don't care. They can have 20 European Cups. It doesn't matter. It doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, if City wins it, then I then I, I would just delete all my social media stuff. And, I would uh, be in pain, you know. bro. Yeah, mom, bro. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how. Bro. I, oh, my goodness. City winning yeah. the... Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. I, I, know. I, I, want, I, want, I want them to win it. And I want... I finally, I want Pep to get his his dues, man. It's time. No, man, this guy has one billion, spends one billion pounds. He should have gotten his dues a while back. He didn't get his dues, so he can forget it. In fact, who I'm rooting for this whole thing now is Villarreal. I want Villarreal to win this whole thing. I know it sounds crazy, but I've always been a fan of Unai Emery. I want them to win it. And if and if Villarreal somehow shit house and uh, terrorist ball, haram ball their way through to like, uh, you know, the the final and win the final. That would be my dream come true because I I I would love to see Villarreal win it. It would be such a freaking Italian job if they if they manage to do something <laughs> like that. Because the um they, he just won the Europa like a couple years ago, right? No, he or won. He won last year. Last right? year. Yeah, yeah. So he, he won, won Europa last year. Last year. 
So if he comes from Europa winning last year and then wins Champions League, my, my, what a freaking feat. Arsenal would be, oh, bro, Arsenal, ah, <laughs> bro, they will be, bro, the fans would be so hurt. The only, the only thing, the only thing I, I will hear idiots say is, oh, Ole lost to this Villarreal team. So, you know, that means they were that good, right? Like, that's the only stupid thing you will hear from uh, uh, some of our dumb, the dumb sections of our fan base. But mm-hmm. um, but I would like for Villarreal to win it. If Villarreal, I, I wished, I wished that Villarreal, because I felt Villarreal was going to knock Bayern out, but I wish that Villarreal should have uh, taken on Liverpool. Because I right. think if they have faced that Liverpool team, I think they would have they would have shocked a lot of people. But now, yeah. now they're going to face that Liverpool team, and we'll get to see some real ass haram ball, bro. Because Villarreal really, really, bro. So, so another thing I want to touch on was um, Nagu's man. He said when this tie came out, he said we want to handle it in the first leg, right? Yeah. Bro, I was I saw this today and I was like, that's why you lost. Because mm. complacency mm. kicked in. You, you you know, they transferred to your players and you guys thought the tie was over. But yeah. when Villarreal came and showed you guys what's up and yeah, knocked Danny, you out the Champions League. Yeah, Danny Parry. I'm going to too. Maguire played a part in this too. The juju this dude has is crazy. So who remembers what who remember what Afonso Davis said about Maguire? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. What, I'm what did telling you, you, what did you bro? Whenever someone says something bad about Maguire, this dude either turns up or does something to that person. In like, if, <laughs> if a player was to talk about Maguire, they fuck up yeah. or something happened. Like they're they're the reason why their team probably conceded. Alfonso yeah. Davis today caught, didn't even start the game, but as soon as he joins the game. As soon as he gets subbed in, they score. They score. Yeah. Telling you, Maguire yeah. has juju, bro. That nigga has juju. <laughs> what, what did he what did uh, what did Alfonso say about Maguire? He was he was basically saying um this was like I think last week he said that um uh your Cristiano Ronaldo right yeah imagine, imagine if you're Ronaldo yeah. imagine like, imagine if you're if if you're Cristiano uh, Ronaldo right and you're in a team you're not the captain and your captain is Maguire. Like, what yeah. is Maguire even telling you? Yep. And then he was like, oh, oh I just, he, was, yeah. he was the one that said that? Yeah, he's yeah. the one that said that. He's the one that said yeah. that. And then as soon as he comes into this game, he basically, like, they score. He, fu- he, he, he fucked up. Yeah. yeah, he basically he, fucked he up. Fucked so, up. So I'm telling you, but in a way, it wasn't really his fault. It was a counterattack, and it was yeah, yeah, yeah. But Villarreal had like what two chances all game, and then he scored from one. Um, yeah. So they, they like I know, like you know, Atletico play Harambo and all that stuff, but you know, Villarreal are the tr- are the true epitome of Harambo. Like going even back to that uh, Europa League, my God, I've <laughs> never seen a team park the bus. As good as they did, like you know, like these guys were rivaling uh, Simeone and uh, Shonda for a masterclass on how to uh, how, no, to, no, how no. to how to put no, twenty you, buses in front of you. Don't, you that you don't rival uh, Simeone and Shonda, you rival Jose Mourinho and Simeone. Jose Mourinho is terrible actually right now at parking the bus. If you don't know, like the well, team. Prime, prime, prime Mourinho. Prime Mourinho. Uh, yeah, prime, prime Mourinho. Prime, prime, had, prime Mourinho. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had like an expensive cast of players that could yeah. do that thing, right? But anyway, 
still, that's kind of the same thing with Simeone in a way. But uh, yeah, anyway, the 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 it, it was it, it was some real harambo that Valencia team has been playing, and I hope <laughs> I hope they they I hope they 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 harambo their way through to a Champions League. Like it will make my dream come true. <laughs> it will knock out, knock out both Liverpool and City. Oh, yeah. That'll be, be great. That'll that'll absolutely be great. That would mean that none of these idiots would get the quadruple. Exactly. Oh, that'd be great, bro. Yep. So, you know, I'm, I'm for it, man. Let's go buy a Villarreal jersey. It's time. <laughs> it's time, yeah. yo. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So, we chatted about uh, those, those, uh, all, the, all those folks. Um, I know that the Liverpool game against Benfica was a 6 4 uh, game, but honestly, we'll leave. Yeah, we'll leave things as this. Uh, Liverpool looked like they were going to go through anyway. This game was sort of like a practice match and how to score goals for them. Um, yeah. But uh, on the other side, uh, wanted to bring, you know, Aki on the, on the call, um, you know, real quick, wanted to chat about uh, the recent um, announcement by David Ornstein uh, regarding uh, Ten Hag. So I don't know if you've seen the updates, uh, but David Ornstein just uh, uh, had a recent um, uh, update where basically the Ten Hag deal is uh, is is done, and it's just a matter of you know putting pen to paper. So you weren't sure uh, on the offline we were chatting. You weren't sure if uh, um, if the deal has actually gone through. Well, we always yeah, say, yeah. yeah, nothing is ever signed in. Ever, not- uh, uh, written in stone until you sign your papers, right? That's the basic rule of life. You sign your papers, then you know everybody can start to talk about that. Kind Espe- of thing. Especially with United, bro. Especially with Manchester United. But yeah. at this stage, David Ornstein is is a very is a top tier uh, uh, journalist um, that covers uh, United affairs, and uh, most likely, I think this is ninety five percent dead on. What do you think about this? about Ten Hag and, you know, the possible appointment that he could be our next manager. It's it's the start. This is the start. This is the start I wanted, bro. Mm. This is the start. And it just hopefully it just gets better from here. The one thing um, that us fans have to do, especially me too, for sure, is yeah. give him time. Yeah. I can't, I can't get sucked into when okay our team because we i can already see it now like our team like some there's going to be some days where we're going to play completely crap because of the play just because of the players we have yeah so like it's just you know i can't get sucked into what some of the you know people social media be saying all the time so like just i just have to give him time because i know that once he has his own players there Mm -hmm. you know things will start to look better for us so yeah, so, yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna be feasting. <laughs> Yo, we're gonna be feasting, bro. I can't wait. I cannot wait, bro. As long as as long as Glazers, that's why I'm happy Ragnik is there. As yeah. long as Glazers make sure that they get the guys in for him, the guys that he wants, mm-hmm. bro. I don't, bro. We will be back. That's when I will be back. That's when I. That's when I actually have faith that this club will be back. Interesting. Cool. Um, I, uh, I, you know, we tried, we talked about this on our last podcast, Vic, and, um, you know, I, I, 
I think this has been the guy that we've always wanted. I, I've always, I've always wanted Ten Hag. Um, but I'll be honest. Uh, the other day, I was thinking, I was like, I was actually scared. I was, <laughs> and and fear hit me. And the reason why fear hit me was, I remembered the club, and I remembered the board. I remembered the owners. I remembered the technical directors and the director. Like we've got Fletcher as our technical director. We've got John Morto as our director. Um, bro, like I started to get all this weird anxiety. I'm like, man, I don't really know if any change is gonna happen. Um, that's, that's I, what, like, see, that's why, that's why I just keep saying, like, because Ragnik is there. Ragnik has started to bring his own, like, the people he trusts yeah. into the club too. So that's yeah. where, because he knows he's ready, bro. Ragnik wants to, like, he want, like, he he's here for the project. He's doubled down. Like yes. he doesn't want to leave. He's not like he says that he has. Doesn't he have like two years with us? Ah, uh, consultancy. Yeah. Yeah, consultancy. So in those two years, Ratnik is going to be, bro. He's going to have a lot of say in who comes in too. So that's why I'm happy he's there too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Definitely. My only question is, will they listen to him though? And exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Part of a part of me is very nervous about this. Like. Are they getting Ten Hag because they can invest in, you know, uh, two million pound players here and there, three million pound players here and there? Um, look, I, I think you've got to build a proper team and you don't need star players all the time, but you need players that are that have quality. Uh, it doesn't yeah. matter if they're stars or not, you need players that have quality. But, but that doesn't mean that, oh, because they're not stars, I'm going to go to the championship and go buy X amount of players that are not good enough for this team, right? Yeah. Um, so that's my only, that's my only issue, man. So I'm, I'm hoping I am really, really praying to God and I'm hoping that, uh, they back him properly, like back him, not, Oh, we're going to get discount, uh, tr- uh, Mini, right. And actually buying Mini. you know, not, not, that it's not, that, not that, you know, I think, Oh, go and get Mini. I'm just saying if he wants targets, get him his top priority targets, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, the other thing too, as well, is there's a protest that's uh, being uh, ran. Um, so by 1958, we also covered that last episode. But I don't know if you've seen this protest. This this stuff about the protests that are gonna that's gonna be happening. Have you seen anything about it, uh, Kindi at all? About is it who is it going to do United? Yeah, yeah. There's a United protest that's coming up. Uh, I guess Norwich City, and it's gonna be. Uh, the the fans are gonna go. They're gonna meet at a certain place, walk all together to the uh, to the game. They're not gonna show up. They're not gonna be in their seats for 17 minutes, and then after 17 minutes, then they're gonna walk in and then watch the game. What the what? Like what does that? What does that? What, what does that do? Are these guys serious? Wait, wait. So, so you're gonna waste your time for 17 minutes? Oh my God, we wait outside for 17 yeah. minutes. But you know what? Let's still pay the Glazers. Like, what is wrong with these? What, what, what what's going through their heads, bro? This guy had enough of these fans. What is their problem? Let's wait out. What are they going to do? What 17 minutes going to do, for you guys? Yeah, I've had enough, bro. Like these fans annoy me. No. They're, they're actually they're actually planning this to in the end they're still going to pay the glazers they're not serious 
bro. No, serious, you, bro. You don't, look, I, I will say what I said before. And for me, the you can always protest. I don't have a problem with protesting. But my question, my I question this protest, and the reason why I question this protest. So I don't know if you know the history, but uh, Said at one point wanted to do a protest, and it was kind of like an only out. <laughs> 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 Said is an idiot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you say, excuse me, I've had enough blood. Yeah, he tried to do a protest and it was uh, 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 an only out protest, but then when people figured out it was an only out protest, he now flipped it to be like, oh, is the Glazes out protest? Um, and obviously, people didn't want to go to this thing, right? Because they were like, man, fuck this shit, right? But the one thing I want to say is after the Super League, right? Uh, yeah. The Super League thing happened. We protested, you know, our, our fans protested. I didn't go there myself to protest. But um, what ended up happening was as soon as they did all of that stuff, they now went, they now went uh, to, um, uh, they now shut up. Because then what the Glazers ended up doing was they now announced a, a fan share scheme where you can buy shares of the club using this fan share thing. Um, and the Glazers promised a certain percentage. Uh, and all of a sudden, the fan base, not a single person said peep. Nobody said nothing. Everybody was like, oh, okay, that sounds like a fantastic idea. Then fast forward, um, you know, the summertime came. We weren't getting signings. Remember, we were like, when is the center, when is the center mate coming? When is Nuves, uh, Neves coming? When is Kamavinga coming? You know, I know Kamavinga declined, uh, what chose Real Madrid instead of us, but we were like, you know, waiting for signings. Nobody came, not a single person said anything. Yeah, no, even, yeah, they were waiting for Sancho. Nobody said anything. Then all of a sudden, we signed Sancho, we signed um, Ronaldo, we signed Varane, um, you know, and all of a sudden, nobody talked about protesting again. It was all Ladida. We had our guy. We, we wait wait let me let me finish we had yeah, our yeah, guy no, no. that's okay we had our guy Ole at the top managing then we had our guy Fletcher as a technical director then we now had our our lord and savior uh, Cristiano Ronaldo uh you know uh, striking then we now had Sancho the future the the next hope uh in the wings then we had Champions League Varane in the back nobody said nothing not a single peep. And this is why I'm like, nah, guys. You can't just say, oh, wait a minute. We haven't made... In fact, let me, before we even get to this point, people were buying jerseys. Every single day I look at the kits, I look at my, my, my feed, United Kit, United Kit, United Kit, United Kit. I'm like, what the fuck? And, and then when you even look at the, the pictures taken from fans in the actual... They were purchasing merch. They were purchasing merch times the double, right? Where shameless. And all of a sudden, oh, we did not make top four. Oh, our guy Oli is no longer there. Let us start protesting. And this will be the beginning. And we're gonna keep we're gonna be relentless. And fuck out of here, man. Fuck out of here with your lame ass protest. Fuck out of here with your bullshit ass, you know, protest because it is not genuine. 
It really is not. That's the truth. And, and and then for 17 minutes, you're not going to watch a Norwich game. If it was against <laughs> Chelsea, there's no way they're going to not. They're going to miss seven. They're going to be there from the start. <laughs> they're going to be there from the start. So and also and also with the that protest thing that we did um last year, like the protest. You know how like they're contradicting themselves. Yeah. Like, the the protest that they made was on what they didn't like, like how the Glazers were, you know, always getting these big signings. And like they don't actually get, you know, like they don't get the right signings for the for the club or they're not signing the right player. Yeah, they're not signing the right players for the club. Yeah. And then they literally the way the, the Glazers finesse them is what you just said. Yeah. And then they now buy Sancho Ronaldo and Varane. And the, you see, do you see what, what pissed me off was the way they announced Varane? Because Varane could have been yeah. playing. Varane could have, yeah. I think Varane could have played the game before. But then they just wanted to, you know, announce him. You know, mm-hmm. all they was like, oh, you know, to get the crowd going for this game. Like, nigga, this is the first, like, this is the first few games. You're t- talking about, oh, we need to get the fans behind our back and everything. So you're just going to do this. You're going to start, you're just going to do this announcement for, for Varane. And then they just caught, the, like, they did the same thing again, but in, in a smarter way. Yep. And then the fans just completely forgot. And then I'm like, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, bro, like, are you are you guys serious? You guys just got, you guys got caught again. You guys are reacting the same way you, you like, what you guys are protesting for is literally happening again, but in a yep. different way. And you guys don't see it. It's like our fans are just so, like, they're so stupid. Just stupid yeah, fans, bro. It just, I, 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 it shocks me. Like, I, and, and I, I always say, look, at the end of the day, I back the protest. I will back any person protesting against these owners 24 7, 365. Yeah. But what That's I will not true, back, right? yeah, what I will not back is ingenuity, ingenuity. Uh, when we, yeah. we are hypocritical, we come up and we say, oh, today's a good day to protest, but you know what, tomorrow, nah, you know why? Because of this. Like, you you've got to be relentless. You can't just you know. I, I don't think I don't think protests would do anything anyway. And that's the other reason too why I'm kind of like very. This is a waste of time. It wouldn't do anything if the Glazers haven't sold at this stage. Good luck. Why? 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 What are they gonna? They're gonna say, oh, oh no, they are protesting against us. We're so upset. Well, let us leave the club then. I'm not gonna do that. They're, they're not, they. The, yeah, the, sorry, thing for, the, thing, the thing for me is if this was if this was Real Madrid, like oh, think, think about like think about the fans, bro. Look, think about yep. the way they would actually react. Yeah. Like for me, I think protesting would actually be like protesting with me would work. It will still work. It's just the way our fans go around it, around protesting. To, to just, an extent, it's not right. Yeah, to an extent. The reason why yeah. Real Madrid's works because of the the, the the way Real Madrid is set up. So Perez has to get voted in every uh, four years or whatever, five years, however long it takes them, right? So they have a voting system where they vote for their, um, uh, uh, what they call it, uh, where they vote for their, you know, president. So yeah. it, it's kind of the same thing with uh, Juan Laporta and uh, what was, what's the other guy's name again that? Uh, was messing up uh, Barca, but it's kind of that same situation. So, if in in Real that will work because if the fans aren't happy, the chances of you getting voted in, good luck, right? 
Um, and this and and these guys compete. Each it's kind of like a presidential thing, right? Like they yeah. compete. Like, hey, vote for me, and this is what I'm gonna do. Blah blah blah. Um, but on the other hand, when it comes to United, they don't. We don't have anything of the sort. We don't vote for our owners. We don't vote for our president, right? So this is where the difficulty comes in. Um, but anyway, I I I am just not sold on this thing. I think the best way, the only way for for you, if you want to really take back ownership of Manchester United. Is to invade the invade the stock market. Um, there's a certain way that they have. Maybe I may be off on this, but I know like they they've tied up on the uh, the type of shares that that has voting rights. They've tied up on it. Like the Glazers are so smart um, that yeah. I think it's difficult for you to do. But there's a way you can you know own some of those key shares that they kind of dish out here and there. Like every once in a while. They will have uh, class A shares that they, you know, willing to sell, um, and that's where maybe you're like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna take, you know, buy out those shares, and if whenever they're available, try to purchase those. That's what I think. Anyway, yeah. I think it has to be through investing in stocks, but you need somebody with financial power to do that. And then on the other, on the other, the other side of it too is, who has three billion, four billion that they want to throw at Manchester United? Unless you're doing something shady, or unless you're killing people, who has that type of? Cough, cough, city. Uh, uh, yeah, my, my yeah. <laughs> so it's, that, it's... yeah. So there you go. So, um, yeah, we, we're fighting a losing battle. The Glazers will not sell. They have this club on lock, and unless something miraculous happens, I don't see them uh, leaving leaving this cash cow because. They're in it to win it, and they're in it to make yeah. money. So, yeah. if anything, I would say people need to ch- rechannel their efforts rather than every single time Blazers this, Blazers that. Because, bottom line, 150 million a season—that's not bad. Like I know, not. you know, if we generate way more than that. I know we can generate 250 million easy, but 150 million is not bad. And I think, if anything, we should be after John Morto. And Darren Fletcher, you guys are the directors. What are you doing with your role? Are you are you using that one fifty million wisely? Are you cutting off contracts? Are you selling players off? Are you getting rid of Deadwood? And are you bringing in talent rather than bringing in Declan Rice for one hundred fifty mil, blowing all your cash away, or Harry Kane for one hundred mil? Are you using that hundred million smart? Like Camara is. His contract is running out at the end of the season. Are you, have you got in for him? Ruben Neves, his, his, uh, uh, he has one more year left on his contract. Make a deal for $15 million. You can. I'm pretty sure if you're smart about how you deal with it, you can get him. Uh, there's there's variety of players out there where the contracts are dwindling down and you can get them for a much more cheaper price or go to South America and scout players. Do that instead. Go get the next new talent from South. You know, scout them before they go to Porto or before they go to Benfica or any of these other clubs. Scout them and go get them. But are yeah. they doing that? So I think I think people really need to watch what Fletcher and Marto are doing. The Glazers have been giving money. Marto and Fletcher are they spending it well? They're not. Anywho. 
And that's why I said this is like we have a long. This is why I just keep saying we have a long way to get back. It's a long. This is a long. This is going to be a long process, man. It's going to be yeah. a long process. A long one. But I want. I I think a lot. Of, honestly, I think a lot of the United fans are willing to give Ten Hag time, and are willing to do it because they know they we don't have a guy like Ole, who it doesn't know how to you know with with anything. Um, yeah. Right, but with with uh, with Ten Hag, you have a winner, and you have a guy that everybody is willing to, you know, keep their mouth shut and get behind. Yeah. Cool guys. Um, yeah. We're, well, we've we've gone we've gone quite a bit again, but um, I think uh, I think it's time for us to you know call it a day. What do you guys think? Yeah. I think we've called it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Anyway, um, it was a good show, guys. Nice uh, having a chat. Um, you know, you guys know where to find us. If you don't know where to find us, well, good luck. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll see you guys on the next show. You guys take care, okay? Yeah, you too. Okay. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Ciao.